0: folks over at Western Washington University's uh, Border Policy and Research Institute have uh, unleashed a new survey for folks specifically who live along the border during the COVID-19 pandemic. What information is it that they're looking for and why is it so important? Joining me now is Andriane Bissonette. She is a postdoctoral fellow with the Border Policy Research Institute at Western. Andriane, good morning. Thank you so much for joining us here on KGMI. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So let's start off with the basics. Why are you guys conducting the survey?
1: Well, it's a good question, and we actually came up with this survey because during the COVID nineteen pandemic, there were some stories that were told about the impacts of travel measures that were implemented along the U.S. Canada border by both government. But most stories were actually not told, and since then, we've seen that there's no collaborative effort uh, to do like a postmortem uh, situation on a from the Canadian and U.S. governments. And so our study basically aims to collect, archive and map stories and experiences of the U.S.-Canada border closure to non-essential travels, just so that we can make sure that these stories are not lost in time and that we can, um, in turn, use them uh, to, in the hopes of shaping better policies in the future and uh, there most likely will be events that will
0: tempt both both countries to react with similar uh, policies. Got it. And we certainly felt that crunch here in Whatcom County. Uh, certainly very specifically, I wanted to point out the folks over in Point Roberts. During the course of the COVID pandemic, we spoke a lot with residents and officials over on the Point Roberts exclave in Whatcom County. Are there any specific stories, I guess, you're trying to get from folks that live on the exclave of Point Roberts? Or are you looking for just any and all input? Uh, Well, absolutely. The
1: situation in Point Roberts is very specific and shared by a limited number of similar communities along the U.S.-Canada border, and we are grateful that we've been getting a lot of responses from Point Roberts folks uh, as of now. Uh, what we would like people to know is that they can share any and all stories. We don't want to shape them toward, or um, influence them in one direction or the other. We believe that our, all stories deserve to be heard and we want folks to actually tell their experiences in the way that they've experienced them. So if they are interested in participating, we welcome any and all uh, experiences of border closures.
0: Interesting. OK, so you're looking at all all walks of life You're You're not just looking at the commerce uh, aspect of border c- policy control or anything about the movement of people. Obviously, that didn't really happen during the course of the pandemic. Um, are, are there any certain metrics that you're looking for specifically that you think will really make an impact on border policy in the future? Well, if we can have,
1: and that's kind of the aim of this uh, project, is to have stories from both sides of the border so that we can actually go back to those stories and ask important questions. For example, are there regional specificities to border closure experiences? Are there... Uh, dynamics that happen on both sides of the border were there like a very Canadian experience and very U.S. based experience um, and those types of questions so that we can formulate recommendations for government and also put out some research that could influence uh, policies and take into consideration how people living along the border on both sides uh, of the border and from um, Washington, B.C. all the way to the East Coast um, so that we can hopefully uh, shape better policies in the future.
0: Fantastic. Now, have you been getting any submissions from our region and in regards to the survey and what have those looked like so far?
1: Yeah, so we've been, uh, as I said, getting a lot of responses from Point Roberts. We were lucky that people there were really engaged and we've got a lot of support from community members that have been sharing uh, the survey. Um So, the answers are um, mostly uh, personal stories, so less about the commercial aspect of the uh, border restrictions. Uh, We've heard from folks who were separated from family members, we've heard from people who could not access their uh, uh, residence, or also the issue of uh, accessing Internet, because when you think about the border restriction, at one point there was this app uh, to cross into Canada, Arrive Can, but you needed to have service. in order to access um, the app and submit uh, your response. Uh, And so all of these specificities uh, about border regions are what we are really looking for and to really understand the local impacts of those policies.
0: Well, fascinating that you mentioned the Arrive Can app. That's a word I never thought I'd hear uttered again after the after the course of the pandemic. But you, you mentioned a good point about the service too. Uh, for, for folks in Watcom County, especially those who live in the Linden, Sumas area, they know well that service can get spotty out in those rural areas. And uh, I didn't even consider that as something that would have been a hardship in trying to get across the border once that app was instituted. Did you see um, similar issues with that in other parts of the the U.S.-Canada collectively?
1: Uh, So we're just getting started with this research. So I can't say much about the full results uh, that we're uh, hoping to gather. But if you look at the U.S.-Canada border, there are some points where you have very urban areas. But most of the border is actually uh, rural community. So I would expect that what we've been getting in terms of feedback from Point Roberts will actually replicate itself along other portions uh, of the border, uh, as there are, uh, as I said, more rural uh, community. And we know that in both countries, those are the communities that uh, are most impacted by the digital divide and the uh, limited access to uh, broadband and to uh, fast services. Um, So we would expect to have that replicate elsewhere as well.
0: Got it. Now, between either of the two countries, and if you don't know the answer to this, that's totally fine. But between either of the two countries, are there any border policies between the U.S. and Canada that are under consideration that tackle some of the issues that they experienced during covid
1: to our knowledge, there are no formal collaborations uh, at the moment between the U.S. and Canada on any sort of lesson learned from the travel measures and border restrictions. So I couldn't talk about uh, more broadly all public health measures that were implemented. Our research is really focused on travel measures and border restrictions. And that's kind of why we're putting uh, forward this research is that if there is no collaboration between the two government in response to the pandemic and the negative impacts it's had on uh, communities, then uh, we feel like as researcher, it's one of... um, Our responsibility to make sure that these stories are not lost, do not fade in time, that we can carry them to foster better policies and learn from uh, what was happened uh, during the COVID-19 pandemic.
0: Gotcha. Now, Adrian, you are a postdoctoral fellow at uh, Western with the Border Policy Research Institute, and you're based out of Montreal. Curious to know what your opinion is uh, on current border policy measures. And this is this is your course of study. Um, Do you think it's adequate enough? Should we be thrust into a similar situation? situation sometime in the near future.
1: Uh, in terms of the uh, lesson learned, I have to say that this project is part of a la- larger research axis from the Border Policy Research Institute on the impacts of COVID-19 related travel measures uh, between Canada and the U.S. Uh, so it would be great to uh, chat back in a few months once we have more data and uh, we can really discern uh, better uh, the
0: impacts of those uh, of those measures. I'm right there with you. I'd love to see the results of this full survey. Survey once it's complete and folks can still uh, participate in the survey as well. Remind me again, uh, how long is the survey open until?
1: Uh, it will be open most definitely until the, uh, early spring. So there is still time to uh, participate. So if folks are interested, they can vi- uh, visit the Border Policy Research Institute website and they'll have the link uh, to complete the survey.
0: Fabulous. And we'll have a link to that uh, attached to this interview over on our website at KGMI.com. Speaking with Andreanne Bissonnette, she is a postdoctoral fellow with the Border Policy Research Institute at Western Washington University. Andreanne, thank you so much for joining us this morning and best of luck with your survey.
1: Thank you very much. Have a good day.